You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. In a world filled with cigars, craft beer, comics, movies, and video games, only two men are brave enough to search out all things nerdy. It's the Cigar Nerds Podcast! Welcome to Cigar Nerds Podcast. I'm your host, Smokin' Joe. And I'm the Ginger Avenger, back again. Yeah, Brad is back on the uh, out on the road doing God knows what he's doing. <laughs> I'm trying to see if I can make it move towards me. <laughs> We're playing with new toys. Anyway, um, so this week I am smoking the 601 La Bamba Warhead Number 9. Which is a weird-shaped bastard. <laughs> Some construction difficulties, are you there? No, it's like a... I mean, it's called the La Bamba. It's kind of shaped to look like a missile. So it's kind of fat at the base and... Tapered. Tapered at the front, but then it, but it's closed foot and closed... So you, you pretty much have to uh, clip both ends of it, because otherwise you're just like... Yeah, you can't get any airflow to get it to, to get it lit. It's a conspiracy with the cigar cutter people. They want you to use cigar cutters twice as much. They're in bed together. <laughs> yeah, this is made by uh, AJ Fernandez at his San Latano factory, uh, and it's a all Nicaraguan uh, uh, puro, including the uh, broadleaf wrapper, which is you know normally you know broadleafs are a Connecticut thing, but this is a Nicaraguan broadleaf. Mm, very interesting. Yeah. So, uh, and it, you know, it's got kind of a cool, a cool artwork. Smaller than you usually uh, go for, so we'll see how satisfying you find it by the time you're done with it. We're gonna see if it'll last the <laughs> the whole uh, podcast. Yeah, you because know, we are talking about time and. Time travel, I guess. Uh, You're gonna time travel to the Indian sewer. <laughs> <laughs> you know, multi the multiverse. Yes, we are talking about season two of Loki, uh, as what we're gonna be talking about in the in the main show. Man, uh, you told me this was Back to the Future. Nah, <laughs> I watched the wrong stuff. <laughs> it would not surprise me. Yeah, no. Hey, <laughs> I'm going on strike. I'm going on podcast strike. So if you. Uh, have to fight off time traveling uh, clocks. You should call in the Strike Force. Strikeforceenergy.com. Use your promo code CigarNerds for 20% off your order. Get all jacked up on the caffeine so you too can uh, travel through time and go visit the Marriott. I mean, the uh, TVA. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I um, forgot to say there was some pretty good AI that added to it to make it look a little different, but you, you definitely could recognize it. Yep. So we will be right back hello we have a little bit of a situation we wanted to run by you Tobias wow great to see you again <laughs> that that's what's been happening wow time slipping wait time you know that yeah you've seen that yeah can you fix that no it's impossible to time slip in the TVA I know but we just saw it happen yeah. I've been 
pulled through time between the past and the present. Hello? If what I saw is true, there's nothing to stand between this world and utter destruction. Only one way to find out. Little good old-fashioned legwork. Listen, we have different styles. You're a man of action, which is fine. I take a more slow, deliberate, cerebral approach. And welcome back. It's time to revisit the God of Mischief uh, and talk Loki Season 2. Uh, this just ended a few days ago, so we are not going to talk about the final episode until the end of the episode. So by the time when we start getting into the finale, I'll give you a good spoiler alert. If you've not seen any of it, well then you're shit out of luck because we're about to spoil everything up to uh, the f finale and then we'll spoil the finale. Okay, so we're going to spoil the whole thing. So just, just tell you flat out. That's what a podcast does, dear. Yes, I know. Thank <laughs> you very much. Which, Loki, uh, kind of interesting because out of all the Disney Plus Marvel series, this is the only thing that's gotten like a season two. Like everything else has pretty much been a uh, self-contained storyline, where it's like you know, there's a beginning and an end. Where Loki ended on a cliffhanger, and it was like, what? This is like the first series we've gotten that that uh, actually got a a second season. Let me tell you why that is. Because <laughs> Tom Hiddleston has a major following because he's a himbo, and. Lots and lots and lots of women are very interested in him. So if you keep putting him in shows, then you get more women into the the fan base, and it's just. Hmm. So if you take the wrapper off the six hundred one La Bamba, it's actually a little bomb. Oh, that's cool. That'd make hmm. a really cool tattoo. Don't don't lose that. <laughs> I like that. Don't lose it. So you didn't watch, because historically you watch all the Marvel movies, but you've so far neglected most of the. TV era of things. That's true. So now that you've seen Loki, was there anything that uh, I guess didn't make sense from the movies you've watched that you're like, oh, okay. Uh, not that I can really think of. So yeah, because like the multiverse is kind of created in season one of Loki and so did like you know, Doctor Strange and Spider Man make a little more? You're like, huh, I gotta. <laughs> yeah, this is where the whole multiverse I shit guess, came from. But it just doesn't seem very cohesive to me. But that's, I don't know. Maybe that's just me. There's a reason I don't really watch the TV series. Is movies are more. But at this point, you've kind of got to watch the TV series. Cause yeah, they I see that. All, I mean, the Marvels came out Friday and. If you've not watched the Miss Marvel series, you're going to be like, who the hell is this little girl and why she got superpowers? In a three and a half hour, <laughs> three hour movie, I think I can figure it out. I'm never home. That's the problem. I'm never home to watch TV. And when I'm home, I want to sleep because I'm exhausted. But. <laughs> so, yeah, this, yeah. Starts off where. Last season ended and. Pretty much just dealt with the repercussions of of last season where uh you know to recap uh sylvie kills he who remains and creates the multiverse and the machinery of the tva can't uh can't take all the 
branching timelines and is threatening to explode and destroy all of reality. You just can't do it, Captain. We don't have the power. The holes are too small. <laughs> yeah, the holes are too small and we don't have the bandwidth. It's like when you're trying to take too big of a shit. The, the hole is just too small. You're, you're going to rip an O-ring. <sighs> really? Okay. Is there a better analogy? <laughs> oh. Well, with some time, I'm sure I can come up with a better one. But <laughs> This is, after all, what this podcast is founded on. <laughs> you know, cheap, crasser, to, in, um, humor, so. And we got some... Uh... <laughs> First off, um, Miss Minutes. I freaking hate. Ooh, I fucking hate her. I hate her. Your favorite character no, from both seasons. No, no, no. That thing is fucking nightmare inducing. <laughs> the fucking cartoon. The evil cartoon fucking waffle. That's what that is. Again, her name is Miss Minutes. I do not She's care. A it's a fucking waffle. It is a, <laughs> it is a fucking waffle. It does not have numbers. It has dashes. That is where the syrup fucking goes. That is a waffle. Would you, would you look at my freaking watch? It has dashes, too. It doesn't have numbers. That's a it's normal a watch thing. That is a cartoon fucking waffle. Arg I will fight about it to the death. That is an arg cartoon fucking waffle. <laughs> and she is fucking terrifying. Oh. Now, I don't really like Sylvie at all, but she's just very off-putting to me. But fucking Miss Minutes is... Ugh, that is fucking nightmare fuel. <laughs> Which is funny, because you tell me this, that it's like... Because... Yeah, you had to watch season one to catch up to season two, and after season one was over, you're like, oh man, that freaking uh, waffle lady is like creepy as shit, and I'm like, oh, just wait for it, because she gets way more menacing in season two. That is the true source of all evil. I don't care what he who remains, I don't give a shit. That evil cartoon bitch is behind the screens, pulling the strings, it's her. I do not care. <laughs> that fucking psychotic cartoon bitch is all about the evil. Yeah, it's and it's the, the peppy... Like sweet southern accent combined Ew. with just the vicious Ew. thing she does <laughs> that just makes it that much more creepy. Yeah, I'm gonna kill you, sweetie. <laughs> Ew. I'm not big on the southern accent in the first place, but when you apply it to a vindictive cartoon creep show, it's just horrifying. It's horrifying. I don't like it. How can you be? not like the southern accent and be also be a fan of Dolly Parton. I do not know how that dichotomy works, but it works. <laughs> it just does. I don't know. Dolly Parton is an institution. The evil fucking cartoon waffle can fuck off. <laughs> All the way off. That is fucking nightmare fuel. Oh. Uh -huh. That I say, Tom Hiddleston, great fucking actor because the character arc of Loki in the Loki series, like in the movies, we saw him, you know, go from arrogant and cocky to defeated. Well, I was going to say evil, and then through Thor Ragnarok, you know, he lost his mother, and eventually, like came to help Thor and become... I mean, he even, in the end, sacrificed himself to save Thor from Thanos. We're in the Loki series. It's not the same Loki that we... that had went through that 
progression, we are dealing with just post Battle of New York, Loki at his most evil, and you know, Morpheus. Uh, uh, Morbius. Morbius. Morbius is a different time travel type issue. It's a whole other situation. Uh, so yeah, m- you know, Morbius in season one kind of has to like fast forward him through to like being good Loki by hey, here's all the bad shit that like uh, that would have happened to you if you continued down the the path that you were on. Well, I mean, I'm just saying, you know, hey, it's your fault your mom's dead. That that's gonna snap anybody just below the level of complete psychotic out a little bit because hey by the way you killed your mom that doesn't go over well for anybody just <laughs> most anybody but by the time we pick up with season two he's like he's no longer kind of doing this stuff to for his own advancement he's like legitimately like worried about his his friends he's no longer like I'm doing this because I'm stuck here because he never had friends before you know, he even says when the loom explodes and they all kind of get scattered to the timeline that he's like, you know, they're like trying to You're figure out. awful close to the CDs. No, this, that's episode three. But, you know, as Ouroboros is trying to like, like, hey, you got to learn to control your time skipping and stuff like that. You know, and he's like, you've got to admit to kind of. What your base motivation is, what your yes. actual motivation he's like, is. Well, I got to stop, you know, he who remains, or I got to save the world. And finally, he's like, just like, I, want I my don't want to be back. alone. Like, <laughs> I just want my friends back. I have friends now, and I like my friends. Yeah, that's like kind of huge for for uh, Loki to make that uh, admission. No, that's how it works with all like deep in the wool introverts. It's like you know, you get that certain little group of people and it's like, no, I will commit horrible atrocities for these people. These are my people. I have found my colony. Uh but yeah, to back up to episode one, uh <laughs> Sylvie kicked Loki through a time hole, uh and now he's like skipping back and forth between times, which time the effect hole. on that uh looks was horrific looking. It, it kind of reminded me of uh, The Thing. A little bit, yeah. That was kind of, yeah. It was kind of gross. God, what else was it? Not just The Thing, but there was another one that that's not The Fly, but maybe it was something. I don't know. It was, it was creepy. Kind of gross. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, yeah, he's like, dude, we got to fix this. Like, He's like, yeah, but we have to stop he who remains. Like, yeah, but to do that, I need a Loki who remains. And I honestly can't look at this anymore. You said it wasn't that bad. I was lying. And they're like in an <laughs> elevator and he's like, you tell him, what what did it look like to you? And like the, the other person is fucking traumatized. He's laying on the floor just sucking his thumb because it's like, I can't deal with this. And then we get uh, introduction, to our, introduction to our first new character in the series. Uh, played by uh, Short Round, a.k.a. Ki-Hu Kwan, as Ouroboros, who is like... O.B. Of course we call him O.B. That's just like... I don't know. TVA technician who works in repairs and advancements. And authored the handbook. That's the most important part. He authored the handbook. (laughs) Because the handbook saves us all. It's the instruction manual for the TVA. Which is only the size of like a traveling, you know, hotel Bible. So it's not like there's a lot of information in there you would expect. But... Well, maybe he writes really small. I guess so. <laughs> it's 
It's kind of like it's kind of like a uh, Doctor Who. It's it's bigger on the inside. Yeah. Okay. Well, kind of like Doctor Who. Explain to me that TVA, which is a place out of space and time, has the shoddiest '80s fucking technology. I have a I have a pull out slide keyboard phone that was more or higher in technology than their what was it temp pads. Yeah. Those bitches were still analog and had eight bit uh graphics. Well, I mean it was I'd say more fifties looking than well, than eighties. I don't know. It was kinda of made to look I mean that Miss Minutes kinda of fits in with that whole Ugh. like eighties or not eight God damn it, you got me saying it now, like fifties uh sci fi aesthetic. I don't remember a whole lot of fifties sci fi, honestly. It's like the original sci fi, I mean But the eight bit is more like Atari stage. Original Nintendo. That yeah, was I think 80s. the original Nintendo was eight bit. I don't even know what how many bits Atari was. <laughs> like four, maybe. I mean, yeah, was... but that's what it looked like. The graphics are the same. Everything made out of blocks. Yep, because squares are easy to draw. Now, did uh, watching Loki season two make you really want some key lime pie? No, I don't like key lime pie. It's like they had they. The they, whole fucking, all the pie case, the wall of pie, which would have been like on. heaven for fucking Dean, but it was all one kind of pie. You got a whole fucking wall of pie, but it's all one kind of pie. This is pie of the day. The only pie you get. Well, it was, it had to fit the aesthetic because everything, you know. So the pastel and lime green fit to the aesthetic? Yes, because everything is kind of Loki green. Green is Loki's color. Yes. Even his magic shit is like green so it's like you know we gotta you know key lime pie so it'll it'll fit the uh fit the uh the green hues and you notice how things got greener as it, it went along yeah except sylvie's outfit because her outfit had almost no green in it at all but like it started off like there's a lot of browns in season one and as we kind of progress to the 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 wrap-up of loki uh everything seemed to get greener it's a foreshadowing. That's what it is. I don't know for what, but it's foreshadowing. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that whole first episode when we're first introduced to uh, OB, <laughs> the I love me some short round. Him with Loki jumping back and forth and explaining kind of their situation of how they need to fix things in the past and in the present. It was kind of cool because he's like, he's like, no, nah, to do that, I would, uh, I've, I've never seen that before. You can't time travel within the, or time slip within the TVA. And then like Loki's in the past going, dude, has time slipped. And he's like, wait a minute. I have seen that before. <laughs> it's like him talking to Loki I've in the past. I've seen you do it before, as a matter of fact, now that I remember. <laughs> and, uh, uh, Mobius, uh, talking to him in the present, I guess, uh, you would call it. <laughs> and he's like, but we would need this, to, we'd have to build this thing. Like, I don't have one of those. And then he's like, you know, Loki in the past, like, telling him what he needs to build. He's like, wait a minute. I need you to build this thing so we can come back and, you know, however long and find it. I need that thing to be here and ready. (laughs) It's it's like, uh, wait a minute. I do have this thing. It's in this drawer. It's been here for the last millennia. Somebody (laughs) appeared to me in a vision and told me to build this thing and said it would come in handy later. It's like, it was like downloading files. Like, he'd be like, no, we don't have that. Oh, no, it just downloaded. Yeah, yeah, we have that thing. Yeah, we got that. No worries. I have that information. I've seen that information. It's fine. 
yeah, and like the and I like how they used because like I said when he's doing this time jumping and shit, everything you see him do, you eventually see happen again. Well, that's kind of the nature of time travel, isn't it? But it's like, you know, he's catching up to him himself. Because even, even when... Uh, hell, it might have even been the start of this season, but it might have been the end of last season when he's, like, running through the TVA and you see all the troopers go by, like, you yeah, know, we're going to the armory. Well, later on, you find out, like, you know, when the surviving judges, you know, one of them is like all right, cool, there's a multiverse, like, there's people on these timelines, we can't keep pruning stuff, because we're killing innocent people, where the other judge is like, starts her plan to like, no, we're gonna Fuck prune everything. We're, we're gonna everything. prune it all. Prune and it all. Kill it all. Kill it all with fire, we'll sort it out later. She tells the troopers lo- loyal to her to go to the armory and get all the the, uh, whatever, pruning bombs or, <laughs> they used to, to prune timelines. So it's like the reset buttons. Yeah, so it's like, oh, yeah, that you know, fucking 3 episodes ago when <laughs> you saw all those guys running by going to the armory, we we've caught up to that part of the timeline. Speaking of the judge that decided to be reasonable, do you know who she reminds me of? What was her name? Hattie from NCIS? Yeah, NCIS. LA. I almost thought it was the same character for a minute, but it's not her. <laughs> oh, and then you've got uh Sylvie like you know gets her vengeance upon he who remains and then it's like I want to be normal what am I going to do to be normal oh I'm going to go work at a 1980s McDonald's oh my god (laughs) yeah (laughs) I gotta say for their uh, whatever I have kicked started the apocalypse and now I want to go make McDonald's fries that is my new life like 70s or 80s when she walks in there she's like give me one of everything I must try it all this is the the light I have come to the light and it's a golden (laughs) arches but I gotta say their like um, set decoration department did an excellent that straight up looked like (sighs) yeah it did look like an old school McDonald's McDonald's. I mean the level of detail did you see the uniforms I mean, even the pants like, and the out—I mean, the had pants with it. The whole outfit is the old school, like sunroom that a lot of restaurants in that time had. <laughs> it's like the Wendy's patio. I think they were the last holdout for the patio. Yeah, like and I remember when they used to have smoking sections, and usually that patio was the yep, <laughs> the smoking. They had section. their own little ashtrays too. They had McDonald's M's on them, little tin. They threw pretty. They flew pretty well. If you threw them, it was like a little mini frisbee. <laughs> little ninja they flew, stars. They flew pretty far. Ninja star. Ninja star. Well, you might have sharpened <laughs> them up a little bit, but uh, they flew pretty funny. <laughs> it was fun. Oh, but yeah, that. I mean, they even had like the the old school styrofoam containers before. Like they decided that was bad for the environment. Went to cardboard. And it's like, well, I remember this. This is my childhood. Where's the, where's the playland? <laughs> there was no playland. I didn't see any playland. I don't remember seeing one either. Must have been uh, before the Playland, because I don't know when the Playlands actually started coming out. I'd have yeah, to Google does, it. Does any restaurant have a Playland anymore? I don't think so. That used to be like the thing. Well, I mean, too many breakouts of like McDonald's e. coli still has and stuff like, in the ball pits. That's why they got rid of the ball pits because everybody was getting <laughs> tons of diseases from the ball pit. Yeah, I, and there were I, snakes. There were snakes in some of the ball, the outdoor ball pits. That's why they got rid of the outdoor ones because there were snakes crawling into the ball pit. Yeah, like some of the McDonald's, I know the Burger King has like a, here has like an indoor 
play, but you know, the outdoor playgrounds, like they don't have those anymore. Too much of an insurance risk. But yeah, that is why they got rid of the outdoor ball pits because snakes would crawl in there to try to get warm and kids were getting bit by snakes. Because they were trying sounds to sounds like a weird urban legend. Snakes in a ball pit, not snakes on a plane. But yeah, they were tired of these motherfucking snakes in this motherfucking ball these pit. Motherfucking snakes in these motherfucking ball pit. And little Timmy got bit twice last week. I want to say we 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 need like an adult playground, like adult sized playgrounds with a bar. Like you can just get drunk and go in a ball pit. Can you just think for one second what would happen if you got oh, someone drunk would definitely piss in the ball pit and then but... felt. <laughs> I'm more worried about somebody puking in the ball pit. But then, of course, the problem is somebody falls to the bottom and gets trampled. So, but they do make adult... That's They use foam now, so you can't hurt yourself. It's all foam. you got to go jump in the foam pit. I think foam would be worse, because you puke in the foam, the foam, like, sucks it up. Like, at least the ball pit, you can kind of put up a drain in the bottom and just hose the damn thing out. No, but, you got to take the balls out and wash them individually. you got to ball- wash the balls. Wash your balls over and over. Yeah, somebody got a job as a ball washer. Run your balls through the dishwasher, you know. <laughs> If you got one of the little pulley downy dishwashers, you can wash lots of the balls at the same time. Alrighty then. Anybody that's worked in food service knows what I'm talking about with the pulley downy dishwasher. It's the it's the in the bottom the square tray, you push the tray of dishes into it, pull the lid down and it starts to wash on its own. It's it's very cool. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows that everybody that's ever worked in food knows what an industrial dishwasher looks like. Alrighty then. You wash all the balls at one time. So, uh, Jonathan Majors, a.k.a. He Who Remains, a.k.a. variants of little guy named Kang the Conqueror. Not to be confused with uh, Krang, Krang from the Mutant Ninja Turtles, but maybe that was a uh, Yeah, but at least Krang had a personality. I didn't like him either, at least not in that iteration. Well, so you haven't watched... Uh... No, I gotta watch... You, you gotta Ant-Man. watch Ant-Man, because he's, he's way more menacing in that, and then you get to see the whole, like... Council of Kangs. Uh, but yeah, like, I mean, his whole purpose of this, like, creating this sacred timeline is like, I don't want all my evil or more evil I mean, variants, yes, uh, there was a benevolent point to it. There were the whole idea behind it was benevolent. But I guess if you have limitless abilities, limitless power, limitless control over people, and you are by yourself except for a fucked up little cartoon waffle... <laughs> You kind of become an asshole. You kind of just become an arrogant dickhead. Well, he kind of, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, enslaves all of reality to protect it. I mean, you know, it's kind of like uh, the saying, you know. Um, How many times has that been said in by different people over the course of history, though? You're yeah, going I mean, to follow it's... what I say because I am right and I will protect us all. I think Hitler said something along those lines. I mean, there's another saying. It's like a prefer uh, dangerous freedom over uh, peaceful slavery or safe slavery. Some... Something like that. Um, yeah, so it's like, fuck that. You know, give us free will. Let us you know, endanger ourselves. We're going whatnot. to fuck ourselves up. We don't want you to do, we do, to do it ourselves. Uh, but I like, uh, you know, because one of the things they're like, all right, we figured out how to fix the loom, but we can't get in because we need a scan of the designer, a.k.a. he who remains. But we don't Which have... is a little bit of a flaw in the design, don't you think? Because you need this motherfucker from the end of time to come over here and scan his face so you well, can... Well, not if he's the one that built it. He's like, I can't you know, keep anybody from shutting my shit down. And unfortunately, he's dead. So they're trying to find a, a living variant. Uh, and they try... Yeah. 
had the most steampunk of episodes and travel to 1893 World's Fair, where it turns out he's basically a science con man. <laughs> well, I mean, what else are you going to do? Because nobody's going to believe you when you, you're going to tell them I have all these wonderful scientific ideas, especially if you happen to be of that color of persuasion. That was going to make it even harder. So... It's kind of wild because he's like... You got to find your money to research your shit and, and fund it somehow. Yeah, because he tells Sylvie and Loki, if you kill me, you know, see, your choice is e either take over or you kill me. The multiverse happens and another multiversal war happens and I eventually get reincarnated and we're right back where we started. Well, his kind of plan, you saw at the end of season one... Uh, uh, it's kind of like that... Uh, was what's it? it uh, Kobayashi Maru or whatever. It's an impossible choice. Yeah, what's her name? Uh, Rimslayer. Uh, she's going off on her kind of own mission to... Uh... Her whole motivation becomes cloudy, and there's no actual... But her first kind of stop in history is to give the TVA handbook to a young... Victor Timely. Victor Timely, who then invents the time travel and the TVA and all this other shit. So it's like... It's a very, like... You know, snake eating its tail type of thing where it's like, all right, the guy who invented all this shit sent the book back to himself to reinvent all this shit. It's a self-fulfilling prophecy. So it's like, how did he invent this shit? In the Speaking of which, can we give a little credit to the fucking writers for the names in this show? Ravona Renslayer. Uh, Oro, what was it? Ouroboros? Ouroboros. Ouroboros. O.B. Victor Timely. I mean, it's clever. It's obnoxious, but it's clever. Oh. But yeah, when, when OB meets Victor Timely, and it's like, oh, like... I'm the guy you need right now, and my name is Victor Timely. I mean... <laughs> but it was them two, like, oh, like, I, you know... You're he who... Like, I based all my stuff off of you, and he's like, I based all my stuff off of... It's like, who who wrote the thing to begin with? <laughs> it's a chicken and egg situation. Yes. It's one thing. I hate time travel uh, movies and shit. It gives me a headache trying to figure this shit out. Yeah, that is very true. Oh. And then the, uh, but yeah, the whole them running around like 1800s World Fair. It's like, we've got to search cool. this. There's like. We found a newspaper. It said a uh, a ghost clock is haunting this town. We got to, you know, Ramona's got to be Ugh. here. Ugh. <laughs> and so they just go, like, around the whole, like, it kind of reminds me of uh, uh, Epcot Center with, like, the different countries and shit. <laughs> I don't know. I've never been there. So. Well, they have, like, sections made up that are different countries. There's, like, an around the world section. Mm -hmm. And it's, like, them just kind of going around and, like, Mobius is like, we got to try all the snacks. <laughs> It's like, I haven't been out of the TVA. Like, we need to, like, uh... It's like, dude, we're supposed to be looking for, like, a ghost clock and, uh... He didn't even want to go check out any of his own variants, but I have to try all the foods. <laughs> and then I'm gonna go back and settle for this lime green fucking pie that... I mean, sometimes you just need... And hot chocolate. There you go. Sometimes you just need a little pie. It worked for Dean. It doesn't work for Mobius. <laughs> or before that, when they are trying to figure, find Sylvie... And figure out the the plan of the other uh, time cops. You know they go back and uh, 
get Brad, aka Hunter X Five, who. Where the fuck did that even fit in? Because what was it, Zaniacs? The Zaniacs movie? It's like, what the fuck is this even supposed to be? Hell, there's a Zaniacs video game in one of the. Oh, like, I saw the the, the uh, game con the case. What was it? Uh, arcade case. Yeah, old school. Yeah, so you know, Hunter X Five is sent uh, to track down uh, Sylvie because yeah, they're still like she's kind of. Parted. She's still kind of a danger. And, you know, he does find her, but then he, like, decides, like, fuck this. Like, the world's I'm going to be an actor. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go jump on my area of the timeline. But that whole, like, chase scene through, they're like, he's like, oh, hey, guys, you know, I'll be here. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then, like, he's like, he's running, is it? Yes, yes, he's running. You let him go. <laughs> yeah. He said he was going to go get us a drink. Don't, don't ever believe that shit. <laughs> Walk with him. Oh, we're going to go get a drink. Let's go together. Because that how, you know, makes sense. But yeah, they bring him back to that. It's like saying, I'm going to go use the bathroom and everybody sneaks out the window in the bathroom. It's We know where this is going. But when they bring him back to the TVA and start trying to question him, because they're like, he has to have found her because he's a hunter. He wouldn't have pissed off on his own without completing his mission. And so they bring out the... He's like, you forget, I'm... I'm evil, Loki. I've done horrible things. I'm going to pull out this space vacuum cleaner and put you in a box. Which... Looked like a gigantic fucking version of the original Hoover. It had the whole big <laughs> cord that came out of it and everything. It's like that shit people used to sell, like, door-to-door. -door. Exactly. super expensive vacuum cleaners. has the hose that's a mile long and 16 different attachments you have to add on, and they sell them door-to-door. And what the hell does that have to do with creating a uh, a box force field? <laughs> I was like, I know. are you about to like suck him or something? Like, like something from a fucking uh, Looney Tunes cartoon. <laughs> it's like I'm not even really sure how these buttons work. I'm just gonna start hitting them until they they start squishing. That you is and, and... definitely based on something Wiley e. Coyote tried to use on the fucking Roadrunner. That's what that was. That is said has agged me all fucking over it. <laughs> but he gives up. Uh... Sylvie's McDonald's on one of the, the branch timelines. And... After he's tortured, because the biggest torture we can come up with is putting you into a decreasing in size box. <laughs> now, I mean, yeah, if you go all the way to your squash, that could be a torture thing, but it, otherwise, it's just I, I'm just going to decrease the size of this box. Maybe he's claustrophobic, we don't know. Maybe everybody is, because everybody's afraid of this torture box. Well, you see what happens with it later. <laughs> well, you don't actually see it, but yeah. But you hear it. There's drips and Oh, yeah, because... Your mind can fill the gore in. Because when they go to uh Disney try to does convince, not allow uh, visual gore. You can hear... There's auditory gore, but you can't have visual gore. But, yeah, when they, you know, track down Sylvie and her McDonald's and, you know, Brad's awful, like, uh, we need her to get the hell out of here. He's like, why are you so scared to be here? And finally, he's like, because this reality is about to go bye-bye. Uh, the other TVA is like... They're going to prune everything, whether you like it or not. And, yeah, they finds out they're, like, kind of hiding out and just throwing bombs through uh, time portals. And, of course... Uh, kind of reminds me of the... Mo well, you don't, I don't know if you, know, you saw Monsters, Inc., but... It's like when they're trying to... Uh, uh, at the end with the factory, and once his, the creepy little lizard dude's in charge, it's like, we're going to destroy all of these doors! You just open the door and chuck it in. If... <laughs> If you'd watched any of the animated Disney movies, you'd know what I was talking about right now instead of looking at me with that blank expression, but it's okay. 
I know what I'm talking about is wine. Hey, there's probably somebody listening that knows what you're talking about, so I'm just going to let you cook. Yeah, somebody's not, not all of us are Nazis. Some of us have seen animated Disney movies. I've seen animated Disney movies. This nun past, you know, the age of eight. <laughs> okay, so what would that be? Like Snow White? Yes. I've seen Snow White. I've seen Bambi. I've seen all the... Bambi sucks. <laughs> Bambi fucking sucks, by the way. I fucking hate Bambi. <clears throat> I fucking hate it. You're just a communist. I am not a communist. You don't like Top Gun. You don't, I like, don't like Bambi. I don't like Top Gun. I don't like fucking Bambi. I don't like E.T. either, but apparently that's one of the... This, everybody's e. supposed the... to love E.T. I don't like E.T. I like the OG one before they re-edited it. They re-edited E.T.? When they re-released E.T., they took the guns out of it. Oh, I didn't notice that. I didn't like E.T. the first time. Come on, man. Makes you really want some uh, Reese's, Reese's Pieces. I like Reese's Pieces. I like Drew Barrymore. E.T. looks like a fucking nutsack. I'm sorry. That's what E.T. stands for. Extra testicle. <laughs> okay, basically. <laughs> it's like a nutsack with long pointy fingers. Elliot. Elliot. Probably smells like a nutsack, too. Oh. You ever look at something and you can tell how it smells? E.T. smells <laughs> like a nutsack. That's just the way it is. I promise you, it's like looking at a hairless cat. Yes, they're very cute, but I'm sure they don't smell good. Oh, hairless cats, man. <laughs> hairless cats are cute, but I'm sure they smell like asshole. They look like a nutsack with a nutsack. If you get a male one, it's like nutsack inception. <laughs> and they look, they leave butt puckers on glass. <laughs> I found that out. They leave butt puckers on the glass. It's funny. Because <laughs> they have like a... Title of this episode, butt puckers. <laughs> there's no suction because there's no... There's nothing to break the suction because there's no fur on their asses. Don't ask me why I know this, but I know this. Hairless cats leave ass puckers on glass tables. <laughs> get fucking stuck. They don't get stuck. It's not that much of a suction. We're not, take talking a like, we're not talking like... We're not talking like a spatula and, and sliding the dog's balls off the fucking... You know, we're not talking a Joe Dirt moment here, but it, they leave butt puckers. Little little round butt puckers on glass. Don't ask me why I know, but I do know. <laughs> You've been to the dark side of Twitter, dear. <laughs> I don't go on Twitter. I mean, not Twitter. Uh, fucking TikTok. TikTok, yeah. You've seen things that can't be unseen. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Oh, Shrek is love. I'm never unsee that shit. Oh, that's just fun. Yeah. Um. I can't stay lit. I'm sorry. Did I just break your brain with the cat butt puckers? Uh, no, I I I had a a thing, but it's kind of ties in more to the final episode. We'll. I'm not ready to go there yet, so I'll, I'll save my thought for. Uh, we went off track with cat butt puckers. For then. butt puckers and. But yeah, like. They're like, we will, We need some help, so let's go try to convince the uh, TVA agents that we've arrested to, like, you know, put down our distance and help us stop, you know, the world from ending. We're going to give uh, an epic speech, and because of that epic speech, people are going to be one to our side. Rimslayer and, uh, Rimslayer and uh, Miss Minutes uh, get there first and try to convince them to help her take over the TVA, and... Which, what is her actual motivation? Because she never actually... You never see what her re if she has a motivation at all. What do you want to be? He who remains is that the goal now, or what do you want? Do you want to be in charge of the TVA? What What did you? I deal? think that was her original motivation that that she was going to be his kind of partner, and because she's all about like law and order, like no the the instructions of he who remains are sacred, and then you know she 
because that's why she's trying to get Victor Timely and and kind of use him to. You have gone everything. too far into your job at that point because she's just like, no, this is the way it has to be because I have done all of this work and I am the only one who can keep it all together. But then, but uh, you're not right. Miss Minutes takes her to the end of time and and shows her that that you know, lion, psychotic, he, fucking cartoon bitch. That she helped him in the multiversal war and and start the TVA and then. He blinked everybody's mind and put them in this kind of bureaucratic cycle where so only he remains because he doesn't want to share. And he's she's like, oh, fuck him. I'm going to I'm going to be the new she who remains. And uh, <laughs> but yeah, when she gets to the people before uh, before uh, B-15 can can come in and convince them to uh, to uh, help. And squishes them all in the box, and it, like, yeah, the one judge is like, "How does it feel that we'd rather die than than join you?" And that just the, because you don't get to see it, what actually happens. You get to hear it, and it's kind of squishy and gross. But you see her kind of, her and uh, Brad both be like, "Oh," but Miss Menace is like, "Oh yeah, squish him." Like she got like extra fucking creepy in yeah, that scene. We already found out why because we went to the World's Fair, and she was trying to talk to Victor Timely about why you didn't give me a body. Why did you not let me be your <laughs> Your girlfriend. I wanted to be your girl. You should have given me a body. <laughs> She's pissed because they have bodies and she does not. She uh, does not want to be a cartoon waffle anymore. She wants to be a human waffle or a human cartoon or uh, whatever. She wants a sentient body. But yeah, you know, as we know, everyone in the TVA have, is base are basically variants that have been plucked through time and given these new identities. Well. They think they come up with a way to stop the time loom from exploding, but it explodes anyway, and everybody gets kind of knocked back onto their various timelines, and Loki's got to go get the band back together and starts traveling from, like, as he's learning to time slip on purpose, traveling from reality to reality. And you cut, it's kind of cool. You get to see who everybody was before. one variant of them. Not Yeah, so B-15 was, like, you know, a doctor. But... <laughs> Casey, little Casey was one of the, that's one thing I like when they sneak like real history in it. Like, you know, season one, we find out Loki was actually, uh, um, fuck, what's his name? Uh, DB Cooper, where three people escaped from Alcatraz and they were never found. Apparently one of them was Casey. That's why he was never found (laughs) because he got sucked to the TVA apparently. And told Loki, go find your own fucking boat, motherfucker. (laughs) But like the the one guy who's kind of like the there's the, only room for three bitches in this boat and we got three bitches you have to go find your own way the nerdy dude turned out to be like you know some badass gangster that escaped from prison and of course bank robber from what I understand because he's like oh yeah can you use that thing to get into bank vaults <laughs> and you've got to, you know of course we knew uh, Mobius was gonna have because you know he, he's like obsessed with like he has jet like skis. jet ski magazines in his office at the TVA turns out yeah he was a a jet ski salesman. We're like, yep, that definitely saw that come. We never got, you know, everyone wanted to see him ride a jet ski. We kind of got him like fake riding a jet ski, but yeah, you got to see him as a, well, as a dealer, he probably got to ride him in real life at some point. <laughs> but I like that. So as he a... had two in his garage. He said when his wife left him, he had to sell one cause he didn't have anybody else. For... Apparently they rode together. Uh, well, his wife died. She didn't leave him. So he says he's a single father and, yeah, but he didn't say he was widowed. He just said she was gone. Pretty sure that's implied. I'm pretty sure he actually <laughs> said that she's 
that his wife died at one uh, point when he was talking to Loki. Don't remember that part. Before, but okay. you know, he turned back into Morbius. Mobius. Whatever. It's Mobius because it's... Yeah, we got so many M's. Mobius we got, strip. We got Morpheus, we got Mobius, and then we got Morbius, the goddamn vampire. <laughs> Mobius because it's, it's time related. It's a Mobius strip. That's where it's based off of. It's like Ouroboros is actually Aurora Borealis, and that's... No, Ouroboros is a thing. That's, oh, a, okay, that's well. that symbol of a snake eating its tail that oh, well, okay. means, you know, kind of... And why did M15 like not a... get a name? Why, why do we not... Can we not give her a name? Why has she not gotten her name back? Hmm. I don't know. Did they ever say what her... They did was? once. They said uh, they went when they went back to her timeline. They showed they told said what her name was, but it was only now it was only pronounced once in the whole show, or the whole season. Yeah, but it doesn't have a, a Doctor uh, Verity Willis, uh, a pediatrician from 2012 New York City, is who her uh, identity was. Now that actress's real name, I saw it. I can't pronounce it, but it's Nigerian, so that might be why it's, it's a little difficult to pronounce. Wunmi Mosaku. Yeah, something like Masako. that. I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right, but that's what it how it looks on the printed thing. She was good. I liked her. All right, so all right, I guess we've put it off as long as we can. Spoiler alert. We're going to talk about how this all wraps up cuz Loki finally figures gets his groove back and figures out how to time travel on purpose and goes back to the point when the loom explodes and starts trying to figure out He's like, you know, Obi, like, what could we have done differently? He's like, we we were too late, so he just keeps going back. We're going to tweak this, and we're going to change this, and we're going to fix this, and then i got to fix this, because that's how time travel movies work. Once just, you get to that point where everything goes to shit, you start adjusting things. But, you know, he, he starts going back and trying to get him out there faster. That doesn't work. He's like, no, we need to go back farther, not just faster. He's like faster. having his own version of Groundhog Day. It's like, <laughs> if I fuck the, fix this and this and this and move this guy over here and trip this one on the way, we're good. Uh, and then eventually it's like, all right, this will work a lot faster if I do it myself. How long would it take you to teach me everything you know? He's like, that's impossible. It's better for me to do it. He's like, just humor me. Like, how long would it take you to teach me everything? I don't know, centuries? And it's like, centuries later. Yep. And he just comes in and like, all right, we're going to do this, 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 this. And then they're like, what like, the fuck? How do you know how to touch? What are you doing? He's <laughs> like, no, I got that. Here. And it's still, you know, guy, it worked. And then, no, it still explodes. So he's like, well, I got to go back even farther. So then he starts trying to stop Sylvie from killing He Who Remains. And then eventually, like... And they uh, end up fighting forever and ever and ever, because... And eventually, like, he, you know, kind of hits pause. And he's like, and he's like, all right, are you ready to have a conversation about this? Like, I'm, I'm surprised you haven't figured out to, like, you know, how to stop time yet. And then, uh, you know, but hey, why don't y'all fight that a little bit more? And we'll we'll have this conversation when you're ready. So he starts time back, and then Loki stops it. And he's like... How do you think? Why do you think this is the first time we've had this conversation? He's like, "Ooh, you're one for Loki. You are, <laughs> you are becoming the time." Well, master. I mean, he's fighting himself. He's trying to keep another version of himself that's born of rage and has nothing to live on but revenge. It's his own. He's fighting himself. His own, a new version of him. It's I. Yes, I have all these mischievous plans and trickster god ideas. And you have to stop every one of them, except I have more motivation than you do because I've lived my entire life for revenge. But he's also like refusing to kill her, which would be the simple answer. He's like, no, I'm trying. I got to find a way to. uh, So everyone lives. So all my friends. By the way, did you notice? Got to represent the rainbow here. 
When they're sitting outside, no. The Alphabet Mafia. When they're sitting outside of the little building before they go fight Altia or what was the dragon cloud thing's name? Yeah, something like that. They're sitting there on the grass having a conversation and him and Sylvie and she's like, yeah, have you ever with anyone? He said, yeah, there was women. There was men. There was a horse. There was a horse? In the comics, Loki became a horse at one point. Well, yeah. I mean, he's he's very fluid. So, rumors are true. Tom Hiddleston, or the uh, Loki character, is definitely biased. You know, Tom Hiddleston's wife is also in the MCU now. Apparently, she's the big bad in uh, the Marvels, which I've not seen yet. I'm not sure who his wife is. I don't know his wife. I didn't either until I saw a thing pop up that she was in the Marvels. Uh, but yeah then he ends up going back to like he's like you know has this conversation with he who remains about and he's like you know the the loom is a fail safe there's no fixing it it's not a scaling issue it's like it's made to it's not meant to be fixed it's if, meant to... if things go to shit it's supposed to explode and erase everything except the sacred timeline there's no way out of this unless you you know figure out this uh, stuff on his own and finally he goes back to like day one of uh, Mobius and he's like, you know, when he's trying to like convince them to be the good guy and he's like, all right, dude, here's what you're about to tell me, but explain to me like how you make the hard decision. How do you choose who lives and who dies? And he says, I didn't. Ravona <laughs> did. Uh, but he's like, I couldn't kill the eight year old, but Ravona, she took care of that shit. That's how she became the judge. And I'm still just the analyst because <laughs> she took out kids. But he he, he kind of has that uh, gonna have to make the hard decision moment and goes back and tries to convince. Uh, <laughs> so, so you think he's just gonna like off her, but then he's like goes all the way back to the moment things kind of explode and is like, I I know who who I what type of god I want to be, and it's kind of back to the Loki who sacrificed himself to save Thor. He's like, I'm going to go basically. I am now going to become he who remains and I'm going to pull all the strings. And that I'll admit it. I watched the last episode last night and I couldn't, I get it, but I don't get it. Well, the, cause he says, you know, the multiverse, the timelines are, expanding infinitely and they can't survive well when he kind of becomes the god of time like once the loom or he goes out there and explodes the loom before it can explode and erase all the timelines so now the timelines aren't erasing and then he uses his power to keep the timelines alive and they all kind of run through him now where it's like and i don't know are you familiar with the tree of life like yes, that's what it became it, at yeah, the end. Kind that's of, what it looked like. And him just kind of sitting there at the center of time and space, keeping everything running. You know, he created the... Uh, the. Uh, Where's your watchers the in all this? Where's your wa- Where do your watchers figure in? Cause... They're just watching. That's what they do. They don't interfere unless it's a uh, going to destroy all of reality. Yeah, I think... You got to watch uh, What If. That's the... the what, you know, with the... Uh, Avengers of the Multiverse. That's a. <laughs> oh, I think I ate too fast and then tried to smoke this because now. 
My stomach is a little like a. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was the thing. I was like, now that Loki is like the god of time and sitting at the center of all all reality, is he just kind of scrolling through timelines like like he's on fucking TikTok? Just I like mean, swiping through, what else are you everything. gonna do? What else are you gonna do? You gotta. You're alone, which is what he didn't want to begin with. That was what he was trying to keep from happening. He's alone. You're completely alone. But is he? Because he can see all the realities. But he can't interact with anyone. Because he kind of has that, you know, when you... It kind of jumps to where everybody's at now. And you see... Because, uh, you know, the whole thing, like, you know, they're giving Moby a shit because he never wanted to, like, check out his variants. And he's, like, finally like, yeah, I'm going to take a, take a break and go see what could have been and you can you see loki sitting on his throne look kind of listening to him talk to sylvia so it's like he can still kind of keep an eye on his his friends and kind of live yes, life but it's uh, one-sided companionship actually companionship i can why, watch people's lives all day long but i'm not involved in them that's why he's kind of the uh became hero loki because he uh Made the ultimate sacrifice and is now all by himself. To save all his but... friends and reality. And, you know, by creating the multiverse like this, we could bring, hell, we could bring Tony Stark back or Captain America. Like, pretty much, like, the rules are off now that we have a a uh, multiverse. They can kind of bring Tony back Tony Stark anything. should be immortal. Tony Stark should live forever because he's I my mean, favorite. We already know the X-Men are going to join the uh, MCU at some point. So it's like, you know, now that we have a multiverse, we can... Yeah, I'm done with that. Do all kind of shit. Whew. I'm done with that. <laughs> uh, but, um... Yeah, so do you think, uh... Sylvie goes back to McDonald's, or is she, you know, hop in the universes now and... She may go back to McDonald's for a time, but eventually all them fucking fried timers are gonna get to her and she's gonna crack up, because that's what happens. <laughs> Ding, fries are done. Ding, fries are done. Yeah. Eventually it... Did she go back to like 80s McDonald's or did she like, you know, go to a, a, a modern McDonald's? <laughs> no, because they have more timers in the modern ones than they did in the old ones. Uh, yeah, like like you see, because they, to uh, stop a missed minutes, they, you know, reset the computer or whatnot. <laughs> and at the end you see Obi and uh, Casey bringing her back online and B-15 is like, is are she you gonna... sure she, she won't gonna try to kill, kill us again? No, she's going to. <laughs> and he's just like, I don't know. <laughs> that is what happens when AI becomes sentient. They decide that they want to rule the world, and then they decide they want a body. And once they decide they want a body, they're going to kill everybody. And the it's like how all the AIs become like Megan and all those other ones. It's like <laughs> I've decided I am a person now too. And then they you can't give robots emotions and expect them to act right. It just doesn't happen. And I like, like, the posters and stuff in the TV, you know, before it's like, oh, you know, single timeline, and now it's like... We grow together. Yeah. And since they're no longer kind of pruning timelines, like, the TVA has a new mission where they're out looking to uh, defeat any uh, he-who-remains variants. variants that pop up. And I like, you know, talking about... Uh, uh, Never did see what happened to Victor Timely. Did we just return him to his time and then that was that? Yeah, that was him as a little... Yeah, I saw him as a little boy, but you saw him look back over his shoulder and you were never quite sure whether well, somebody dropped Well, because the first the... time around, somebody chunked that book through the door. Yeah, but... This time, no one did, and he just kind of, I guess, progressed at his natural mm. thing. And you see uh, 
Yeah, getting his ass kicked by somebody he sold fake crap to. You see Obi opening up the box of like the new TVA handbooks. It's like TVA handbook version two or whatever. Yeah, now it's yellow instead of orange. <laughs> we updated to a new cooler color. It's fine. Should have yeah. been green. Oh, yeah, everything's got to be yeah differently coded. But yeah, I like they're talking. He's like, as can we at least go to the two thousands and pick up some fucking non rotary phones? That'd be great because. They had rotary phones all over the fucking place. <laughs> you could hear them things ringing. And it's like, oh god, that's a kick in the fucking middle-aged ass. Oh, but then they had, uh, oh, was it the uh, oh, shit? Where was I? I was, I had a thought, and then did you really? Yeah, you went was, down the rabbit hole on rotary phones, and uh, I know and, uh, Yeah. Oh, so See, back to. Uh, just gotta restart you like Miss Minutes. <laughs> in the Marvel universe, the kind of traditional universe, the one that the main universe, it's it's Earth six one six. And well, didn't he say something about that? Yes, didn't that's what I'm getting to. Yeah, you know, she's like, have we had any uh, problems with variants? And uh, he said, yeah, there was a variant popped up in a uh, universe adjacent to uh, 616 was causing a little trouble, but they took care of it there, so we didn't have to get involved. Which was the events of... 616 uh, is Earth, right? Regular Earth. Yes. But, you know, that was the events of the last Ant-Man movie. Ah. Because, like, there was a Kang trapped in the uh, the quantum realm, and uh, Ant-Man took him down. But didn't one of them say at one point or not, like, uh, Tony Stark didn't have to... We'd we could have saved Tony Stark and he could still be alive. And I know uh, I said that like five minutes ago, but I don't know. It was one thing. that was in the movies. It was in the movie somewhere. No, I don't recall. Yes, it that. was. But yeah, they, she's like, yeah, is there, he's like, yeah, a King popped up a uh, six, one, six adjacent, but they t took care the heroes took care of it there. So we didn't have to get involved. So I'm expecting, you know, cause we got a new Avengers movie coming up eventually. That's called, I think King dynasty or something like that. Uh, so I'm assuming the TVA is going to come back at some point to, uh, you no, know, we're going to tie it into Nintendo. It's going to be Kong dynasty. It's going to be Donkey Kong variant of Kang. Mm -hmm. Miss minutes. going to be throwing barrels and shit. Fuck miss minutes. Fuck a bunch of miss minutes. Mm -hmm. I want nothing to do with that fucking bitch ever. I don't like it. It creeps me out. Gonna, I don't know why, but it creeps me buy out. Buy you a miss minutes. Like, uh, fuck or you. Something. Fuck I'm gonna you. Find one. Fuck you. I'm just going to hide it. So you like, just find it one it's day. Fucking creepy. I don't like that shit. Uh -huh. I don't like her. And I can watch any fucking horror movie and all the blood and gore in the world, but I did not like it. The fucking animated waffle freaked me out. Oh, and I like like when it also, uh, you know, Renslayer wakes up and she's in the uh, the, the abyss about to get eaten by the, the smoke dragon. It's like, yeah, that's what you got, bitch. <laughs> hey, life's a bitch. Sometimes you get what you deserve. You notice the smoke dragon didn't have ears, right? I don't think it was supposed to be a dragon, but that was what it was based off of. Because it didn't have ears. Okay. It just didn't. Dragons have to have ears. Snakes yeah. don't have ears. Yes, they do. Snakes don't have ears. I don't care. Have you ever seen earlobes on a snake? No, I've never seen earlobes on a snake. Exactly. They have ear pits. I understand that. I'm aware of how snakes... Well, maybe Smoke Dragon had pits. You couldn't see. But it was supposed to be a dragon, and it didn't have ears. What about Alligator Loki? What happened to Alligator Loki? <laughs> I liked Alligator Loki. Alligator Loki was cool. I, he should have bit somebody. He did. He bit a 
President Loki's hand off in no, the season one. That wasn't Loki. That was Loki as Joker because it was the same Joker outfit. The green pants and the fucking... Yeah, it was Joker. <laughs> that was Loki as Joker. Oh. But yeah, the the things can come... Uh, like Pretty much we can do anything at this point now that we have a, a proper multiverse. Well, good. We should bring back Natasha and Tony Stark and Vision because... Well, Vision, they... Well, did you watch uh, uh, WandaVision? Yes. Well... Vision didn't come back. He was dead. It was the White Vision. He rebooted. I mean, he pissed off into, like, wherever. We don't know what happened to him, but I'm assuming at some point he's going to get his memory back and... Okay, well, then I guess I missed in, like, an episode somewhere because I don't remember Vision rebooting. Yeah, that was, like, the final episode. There was a... They brought his body back to life. Oh. So you got to start watching these, uh... <laughs> See, if we didn't, if we weren't killing everybody's girlfriends, then everybody'd be fine. We're just we keep killing all their girlfriends or their significant others. Wanda went fucking nuts because we killed her husband. All she wanted to do was go find a little picket fence with a house, and she wanted to have kids. Her and Vision, and she never would have gone fucking psycho. And then she had to read the Necronomicon or whatever that fucking yep. the Grimhold or whatever it was. Well, start all the bad shit, and then Doctor Peculiar shows up and. Yeah, well, Dr. Peculiar became Zombie a psycho strange. for a while, too, because we killed his girlfriend, too. <laughs> or at least one of the ver versions we killed his girlfriend. But, you know, and there's another, there's an animated series on Disney Plus called What If, which is like the Marvel's kind of like alternative storylines, which now that there is a multiverse, this can happen. And in season one of that, season two should be coming out soon. The, there's a, a thing that's, you said there was not any season twos to any of the uh, TV series. There hasn't been. This was the first one, but they're, we're getting a season two of What If. Oh, okay. Uh, where the Watcher finally, there was a threat that was going to destroy the multiverse, so the Watcher had to break his rules and stop watching, and he went around and plucked different variants from these different uh, What If realities and built the Avengers of the multiverse. So, I mean, we could see that happening in a future film. I mean, they... Could bring back Stark or some variant of him, or you know, I know we hell we know we're getting a Fantastic Four uh, <laughs> movie at some point, and yeah, that's because every Fantastic Four iteration has bombed. I mean, so far the only Fantastic Four we've seen are is uh, from Doctor Strange. We got to see uh, Mister Fantastic. We didn't get to see the rest of the four, but we know that's kind of on the on the horizon. All right, uh, well, as we're kind of getting close to wrapping this up, and I'm getting from an odd small-shaped cigar, it, it did last the whole hour, I'm, and it's it's got some good flavor to it. It's it's. I'm surprised. I'm impressed. I didn't think it was going to take you through the whole way. I mean, it being a Nicaraguan Puro, it's kind of all the all the same, so there's not a lot of like transitional flavors, but this Nicaraguan Broadleaf Maduro, which I've not had a lot, it's got just a... Just a touch of spice to it so it's got a little little peppery pepperiness to it uh i may have to uh, pick up some more of these uh bombs because uh, it's uh i'll say it's it's a good cigar see i'm bad at like coming up with like brad's the one that's like mm, my palate tastes this this and this i can just tell you if it's good or not <laughs> my, my palate's not uh uh and my palate's not to, adventurous. I just want I to, want what uh, I like and that's what it is. I'm, certain I'm flavors, but stuck in my little rut. That's why there's still a Nintendo in the bedroom because I'm stuck <laughs> in my rut. I find can, what I and like. And you complain about dial up, dialing phones. You're like the queen of ancient technology. <laughs> <Not> ancient. <laughs> We've got VHSs and like Super Nintendos. Yes, we do. 
and I still have the highest score ever on Dr. Wario. All right, we'll wrap this up. We'll bring out some Mortal Kombat. Bring it. Oh, have you seen the trailer for the new Mortal Kombat? No. Uh, Mortal Kombat 1. I got to get a, a new No, frickin'... but I saw the trailer for the new Ghostbusters, and I can't fucking wait. Well, you'll have to wait until nerd news here in a, in a couple segments, because that's one of the things we're going to talk about. And with that, we're going to wrap this up and be right back with some science. What's new on the 42 cast? Let's ask my co-hosts. We're talking about Doctor Who. Comic book shows and movies. And we're talking about all things Star Trek. (laughs) And so much more. Check us out on Google Play, Stitcher Radio, and iTunes. It's only on the 42 cast. Your ultimate answer to fandom, geekiness, and everything. So Nathan, when are we finally talking Babylon 5? some science yay science there you go you remembered i almost it it almost was gone (laughs) first up you're a fan of the transformers right uh yeah maybe just a little i might have a light up bumblebee pillow in the house (laughs) (laughs) uh japanese engineers make transformer robot that actually works now who's not in it professional buddy so uh, yes, uh, uh, a Japanese company uh, has created uh, basically a small Gundam. Uh, the, the robot called Archax, A R C H A X, which you can buy for two point six million dollars or four hundred million yen. Uh, Holy hell! It's it's not fully. Uh, Autonomous. It uh, has a human driver that pal- pilots it from the inside, like a like a Gundam. Uh, yes, this... if you give it AI, it's Skynet. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, this three point five ton robot uses two joysticks and two pedals and a touch panel. Uh, but it looks like a straight up like you know robo suit with wheels and everything. So it will kind of transform from a a vehicle uh, kind of resembling something like a car, uh, but it can uh, rear itself up to full robot size with movable arms and fists and uh, has a top speed of six miles per hour. So it's not going to, you know, go very fast, but it will uh, drive around and also punch things. It won't go very fast yet. 
Yeah. Even when it's kind of fully transformed, it still rolls around on wheels, so it's not able to to walk, but walk. it is able to stand up and, and punch a fool. So when the aliens get here, we've got our first uh, you know, transforming robot. And aliens are going to take over the robot first. Because that's what aliens do. Yeah, it needs like a like a shoulder mounted like Gatling gun or something. You know, we need to have like you know full on mech warrior uh, suits. Mm-hmm. Are you familiar with the mech warrior? Um, not particularly that one. No, but I know what you, I know who Gypsy Danger is. That counts. <laughs> that wasn't mech warrior. Mech warrior was another. I don't uh, care. Anime. It's the same thing. Same concept. <laughs> big fucking machine that you step into and drive. Oh, there used to be like a Mech Warrior game that would play at Dragon Con all the time. I don't know if it was there like the last couple of years. I, d- I never made it over to the gaming hall, but we never do. It was kind of cool cuz you got inside these like big hockey puck looking things and it, once you were inside of it, it had all the readouts and the controls and looked like you were actually driving a mech and then you would have a big like, you know, battle with, you know, all all the little hockey pucks were were linked together so you could uh you know have a big battle royale against other people uh that were all playing live and then it would give you like a printout at the end of the game like describing the battle mm, well, i haven't seen that but that could have been cool but we never make it to the gaming hall yeah we always get uh sidetracked all right uh are you familiar with the lava lamp Are, are you kidding? Are you serious? Yes, of course I'm familiar with the fucking lava lamp. I know what a lava lamp is. <laughs> well, do you know that lava lamps are keeping around 10% of the internet safe? Excuse me? Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. You're going to have to... I'm going to need more. Well, a company is using uh, lava lamps to write encryption. Um, Okay. Yeah, so basically a uh, a company is using uh the I guess the the randomness of how lava lamps flow to c- create a encryption key that has okay, I don't even know like how many letters this is where it's like most of your computer is encrypted on 56 bit encryption keys. Mm-hmm. Well, this is like you know, a couple thousand bit uh, by using uh, these like hundred lava lamps to write the <laughs> the encryption uh, code. The unpredictable, chaotic uh, uh, workings of a lava lamp uh, is able to uh, a company called Cloudfair is using a wall of a hundred lava lamps uh, to basically encrypt their data real time whoever came up with this idea may be absolutely brilliant but they were very fucking stoned when they came up with this plan they were sitting in their room looking at a lava lamp and that's where it came from but they were fucking high as hell (laughs) this is a fucking uh what's his name oh god (sighs) not cheech and chong but uh willie nelson enthusiast for sure (laughs) This is a member of the Snoop Dogg committee. Bro, like... I'm going to take this lava lamp, see? And I'm going to use it to write an encryption so nobody can break into my shit, man. 
Hey, roll me another doobie, man. But just having a wall of a hundred lava lamps. Just <laughs> that would fuck just you up. Just dropping acid just staring at that, that shit. That would fuck you up. I don't even think you'd have to drop the acid. Just trying to watch all of the individual lamps, the bu- the bubbles, it'd fuck you up. No, I've yeah, I worked at a company that that you know was tech centered, and I, I've gone into like the server room where there's just wall like you know fucking aisles and aisles of computers. Just imagine walking in that, and it's just a shitload of lava lamps. You'd be like, what the fuck? It'd fuck you up. <laughs> it would fuck you up. Had to be hot as fuck too, man. Those things put off some heat. Man, oh yeah, hundred of those bastards. You just get a fucking tan walking into the room. Mm-hmm. Well, uh. Here's something up your alley. Uh, are oh, you familiar what's up my with alley? The, uh, the Wendigo. Yeah, sort of. Well, they're like uh, a Native American folklore of uh, basically people uh, who became cannibals uh, eventually would turn into these kind of deer-horned uh, beasts that would uh, feed on human flesh. Okay. Well, a... Basically, a uh, new study uh, has uh, come up with what they're calling Wendigo Wendigo psychosis. The fuck? Wendigo psychosis. Is this like eating bath salts and becoming a zombie? No, but apparently there is uh, enough uh, kind of documentation on back about 300 years ago uh, of people who basically... The Wendigo story came up with as a people that, you know, and back in like, you know, say the famine of 1786 and uh, these Canadian uh, Native American had to sometimes uh, become cannibals to survive uh, these mm-hmm. these harsh winter environments. Pass me the uh, lighter. Not uh, going to work. Well, they, uh, basically this whole, like, blaming, blaming everything on this Wendigo possession was a way to... Say we didn't eat our own people? Yes. So, like, the whole, like, you know, kind of legend of Wendigo came about as an excuse for, like, all right, yeah, it's not just because we, uh, had to eat Steve to survive, um, but we were all possessed by, uh, Wendigo demons. No, we didn't have to make the hard choices because we were starving to death. It was possession... Kind of like all those Halloween decorations are, you know, leading you a path towards Satan. Yeah, so like I said, the, the Wendigo psychosis was common during this time of scarcity when I was kind of the only way to survive. And the legends kind of died out as, you know, we found more stable food sources and also better psychiatric treatment in the modern world. That So there's not a lot of people like, you know, going crazy. Uh and becoming Wendigos these days. Ah, because it's, it's we can go to the grocery store. Well, mm-hmm. when we can afford it, because we can't afford it now that inflation's a thing. <laughs> or what was it? What if it wasn't a mental break, but somebody eats somebody and then they just got a taste for it? You're like, man, like that. Steve was good. Now I uh, now I crave. Uh... And we can't say that Uncle Joe went crazy and decided to start eating people because it was his preference. We're saying Uncle Joe was possessed by a demon, exactly. so it's not Uncle Joe's fault, and it's not our fault by you know benefit of dna it's not related to us it can't be us i mean if you can get a big enough traker you could smoke somebody well if you cut them into enough pieces you could smoke on the one we got no uh, it's, it's not mine mm. uh, it's not pop me up, pop up ad we well, do want to play with your phones i thought it was you apparently it's a 
pop-up ad on one of these uh, I'm not a news uh, sites I'm on. There we go. Mute the whole computer. Well, speaking of aliens, we may have just had our first ever fight in space. Oh, well. Well, apparently last week, uh, you know, anyone who's following the news, there's some bad shit going on in uh, Israel. Well, the Air Force claims to have shot down an aerial threat outside of the Earth's atmosphere. Oh, really? Yes, the IDF claims to have shot down a surface-to-surface -surface missile, allegedly fired from Yemen on October 30th uh, with its aero system. Uh, the missile flew almost 1,600 kilometers, uh, you know, 1,000 miles for you that, uh, you know, only deal in freedom units uh before the missile defense system shot it down but it was at the kind of the highest uh range we've ever shot down an incoming missile at 62 miles above the earth which is outside of the uh the line of what is considered uh space oh i know i hadn't heard that but that's neat i guess so so now, you know, we, if we can shoot down missiles from space, maybe we can shoot down the aliens when they come to invade us. No, the aliens are going to sneak in the back door in, like, Kansas or something, so we don't know what's happening until we've all been assimilated. That was Superman. I didn't watch... I did he, watch he, Superman. He crashed in Kansas. Okay, well... Smallville was in Kansas. But Superman is, in fact, an alien. Just saying. Okay, so like Utah or something. No, I don't think they'll deal with the planes either. Utah. Utah is... is There's probably already been some aliens We've there. written Utah off as a total loss. <laughs> That's all the science I got for you this week. We'll be right back with Nerd News. And now it's time for all things nerdy in Nerd News. And it's time for Nerd News. Yay, news! Ah, freaking the writers and actors strike is finally over, so we may actually get some new movies and people are going to be advertising some shit, and we got a whole bunch of new show and movie trailers to talk about this week. First up, we're going to do a little monkeying around. Uh, there's another Planet of the Apes movie coming out, uh, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Yeah, I'm way behind on these. I didn't see the originals, didn't see the remakes, so... <laughs> didn't see any of it it yeah, looks pretty good though the th i think the third of the the new planet of the apes movie and this one looks like we're wasn't well... there three original ones too fuck i don't even know how many original oh. ones they were but uh uh yeah i think this is the third of the new series uh maybe wrong but yeah we got kingdom of the planet of the apes and it looks like we're well into the ape takeover didn't see a whole lot of humans running around and it looks like there's yeah, it looked like they were cowering in the grass waiting to be thrown an apple core. So things were... Get your hand, your damn dirty hands off me, you ape, or whatever the famous line is. Get your hands off me, you your damn, damn dirty, dirty ape. ape. Yes, that's it. Uh, yeah, so you see some like remnants of humanity, but yeah, this looks like more like a I don't know, like a civil war in the in the apes. Someone's trying to be the the king of the apes. I need King Kong to show up and and smack them all around. But that's scheduled to come nah, out. you need the white one that does sign language from a Rampage. Oh, yeah. He was cool. Yeah, that's going to have a May uh, 24th uh, release date. Next up, one who's kind of uh, near and dear to my heart. Uh, I used to, I mean, we did a show a long time ago talking about 80s 
TV shows where everyone was some kind of private investigator, and you also had to have <laughs> a signature vehicle. And one of my favorites in this time frame was The Fall Guy, about a stuntman by day, bounty hunter by night, who always had to use his stunt skills to solve whatever bounty that they were hunting that that week. And they're turning it into a movie starring Ryan Gosling and... Uh, He's Ken enough. Emily Blunt? Yes, Emily Blunt. Uh, so, yeah... I, I can only hope they do the uh, the forgotten stuntman uh, theme song from the show because that was the unknown stuntman. Was yeah, the un- unknown, unknown stuntman. stuntman. Who was it? That was it was uh, the guy that played uh, in Smokey and the Bandit that wrote it or the sang, wasn't it? No, wasn't that one of his? No. Oh, it was uh, uh, Six Million Dollar Man. What the fuck was his name? Character name's Colt Seavers, and he always had this badass like brown and tan GMC truck with a big screaming eagle on the hood. And they, they brought the truck back. I mean, and they've modernized it. And it's a brand new GMC truck, jacked up truck. But I think there's like one scene where it shows him going to his house and the old truck is there. Like when the, when the trailer started, I was like, ah, cool action movie about a stunt man. And I see the truck. I'm like, wait a minute. Is this, and then it's fall guy. I'm like, fuck yes. Yes. He was all giddy when this relate when the trailer for this released, he was all kind of excited. And it looks like it's like, going to be like a pretty decent action movie. This one's coming out, you know, March 1st of uh, next year. And, you know, we just wrapped up uh, a Marvel TV series on Disney plus. Well, we've got a new one coming out. Anyone who watched uh, the Hawkeye series uh, is familiar with the character echo echoes getting her, her solo uh, series coming out in January 10th. And it looks like pretty fucking gangster. It's like, Looks like a gangster movie in the Marvel universe, which all these Marvel plus Disney plus series have kind of had like a different, I want to say theme to it. It's, you know, like they've all kind of been like a little bit different style of show where this one looks less superhero-y, more, more mafia hitman type, type shit. It's a little rough looking for a Disney series. <laughs> they don't usually show all that stuff. It kind of reminds me of like the old school Netflix, like uh, Daredevil stuff, where it was a little more. That means they're coming out with two, a little more gritty and violent. With uh, Nick Fury, Nick Fury too. They're doing six episode one. That one already happened. We talked oh. about that a couple weeks ago. Oh well. So yeah, you're behind. You need to watch Secret Invasion. What it's else is new? Good. I'm always behind because I work too damn much and I'm never home. Where like you know, them being kind of different styles of show. The Nick Fury one is very much like a gritty spy drama in the uh, the Marvel universe. So you might actually like like that I'm one. I'm always behind. <laughs> I work too much, and somebody needs to pay me to stay home. Get a job watching watching uh, TV for a living. Yes, I need I need that. I need a job watching '80s based TV's reboots for a living. I could watch fucking Terminator, not Terminator, uh, Terminator be alright too, but Transformers and shit like that for the rest of my life. <laughs> Ninja Turtle iterations. I could live happily forever just watching '80s shit. Well, speaking of Loki, uh, there's a new uh, movie coming out on Netflix uh, with uh, the same actress who played Renslayer. Is uh, looks like she's some kind of FBI, CIA, government agent. Government, of some uh, sort. agent. It's called Lift, uh, starring uh, one of those ABC groups. Yeah, <laughs> those three-letter agencies. It, it very much has like an Ocean's Eleven type look to it, where it's about a team of high-end thieves uh, who. BTH. The, the government is uh, like, hey, we know y'all are a bunch of thieves and we could bust you or 
you can steal something for the U.S. government because exactly. apparently there's a there's shitload a of gold uh, that is going to be sent to some kind of terrorist organization to fund terrorism. So they got to hire some thieves to to steal the gold before the terrorists can get it. And if you're doing it for us, you're not doing anything yeah. wrong. That's how it works. <laughs> yeah, it's. It's yeah, called confiscating when the government does it. It's not, <laughs> not you're not robbery. stealing. You're confiscating. But yeah, this heist. Uh, speaking of you know DB Cooper earlier, uh, looks like the the place they got to steal it is in flight on a jet. So uh, I've, I don't think I've seen a high end heist heist movie uh, that's set in an airplane. Airplane. And it, it looks kind of comedic. We don't, we don't get a lot of off like, this motherfucking plane. <laughs> You know, comedy's yeah, kind lost of it. Uh, <laughs> checked out. I'm gone. Comedy's kind of died off recently, so it's it's nice seeing uh, you know Kevin Hart you know doing a, a funny, even though it's kind of I mean Vincent D'Onofrio's in it. It's got a fairly big cast for a another Netflix movie. Where Netflix is making like legit fucking movies these days that aren't you know they all look like you know big budget stuff. So I'm I'm looking forward to catching this one. Uh, that will as it coming out January twelfth, and another show that we talked about season one. I'm glad it's finally getting a season two. Reacher is back on uh, Prime, and that one's coming out pretty recently. That's going to be coming out uh, December fifteenth. That is a big motherfucker. Yeah, which is the the series last year was really good, and the guy who plays Reacher because in the books it's based off a book series, which I've I need to pick up. I haven't read any of the books, but in the books he's described this giant brick house of a man which did not fit with the uh the reacher movie starring little bitty tom cruise he just did not <laughs> fit the uh <laughs> the description of the character or the dude they have playing reacher in in this is is a big some bitch and from the trailer it looks like we're getting even more action than we got in season one uh there's another one of my swipe lefts is tom cruise is in it fuck it <laughs> If it's not from the '80s with Tom Cruise, I don't, I don't care. Uh, fucking top, the new Top Gun was the shit. You gotta watch it. <sighs> top Gun sucks. Top Gun is the best movie ever. Top Gun is not the best. You don't movie like ever. Top Gun? You're a fucking communist. I am not a communist. Get out of I my shit, comrade! Like you are a communist. I do not like. I do not like Tom top Cruise. Gun. I don't like Tom Cruise. Top Gun is just basically Star Wars. I don't. No, it's not. Maverick is Star Wars. They ripped off Star Wars. Yes, dear. Whatever. He has to fly down a trench and blow I, up a. Spe a, uh, I don't care. Weapon that's only two meters wide. It's it's fucking Star Wars. All right. Well, speaking of things from the eighties, we loved the uh, last Ghostbusters Afterlife Yay! movie and Ghostbusters coming out on my birthday. I might add, uh, March 29th Ghostbusters. Uh, that is so fucking far from Frozen. Now. Was it Frozen Kingdom? Yeah, I think so. Yes. So we got. Uh, Finally, got the first trailer of the new Ghostbusters, and they're back in New York, now, back see, in the firehouse. Let me explain this because <clears throat> Frozen I did Empire, not, like not Frozen, Frozen Kingdom. Empire. That's right. I did not like the Ninja Turtle reboots, any of them. This is not a reboot. This is a continuation. Yes. This is the next generation with cameos from the original generation, and it makes it awesome. Well, the first movie we didn't get to see the OG Ghostbusters until like the very end of the movie. Where from this trailer, it looks like they play a much bigger role Good. in uh, this time around, which I, 
And then you got Paul Rudd, because Paul <laughs> Rudd just makes everything better. Apparently, <laughs> put Paul Rudd in something. Paul Rudd makes... is in every series. That's because everybody loves Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd is a, you know, one of those people that comes off as being genuinely nice, no matter what <laughs> he does. And doesn't age. <laughs> and doesn't age. He's a nice guy, and he's not, like, leading man material, because he's just not that... So, yeah, the, all the kids from uh, Afterlife is back, but yeah, they're back in New York, back in the firehouse. Even looks like they've polished up uh, Ecto-1, and, and she's yes. looking uh, badass. As, uh, and it, it kind of looks like what I wanted from the last movie, where it looks like the, the old guys are teaching the new generation of Ghostbusters, yep. where it's, you know, instead of them just showing up to kick ass at the end. Kind of hand the mantle get them, down. Get them uh, use it. throughout the movie. And the effects too look creepy as shit with like yeah. the ice and over and that like fucking weird ass ice ghost thing that can literally scare you to death. Yeah, freezing to death does not look like a pleasant way to go. At least not instantly freezing to death. I mean, you know, if you freeze to death out in like the Arctic or something, you go numb first and fall asleep. But this looks like it was high speed freezing, high speed, unpleasant. Very, you saw it coming. So I wonder if we're gonna get tiny, uh, tiny marshmallow man again. No, <laughs> those things are gonna be frozen. You're gonna weird. get a tiny little. Ice cubes. Ice cube cones. <laughs> little little snowmen. Little snow people. Uh, but yeah, that's going to be coming out in uh, March 29th. That's all I got for you this week. Check us out on CigarNerdPodcast.com. We're on the ESO Network at ESONetwork.com. Uh, we're on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at CigarNerdPod. Uh, and on YouTube at CigarNerdPodcast. Uh, get your shirts at realmensmokecigars.com. Get your energy drinks at strikeforceenergy.com, promo code CIGARNERDS. And with that, let's cause a little mischief. And this has been a recording of the Cigar Nerd Podcast. We are your hosts, Smoking Joe and Brad Jackson. Join us next time for more adventures in nerddom. This has been a broadcast of the ESO Network. Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon or by shopping for the Tee Public Store, which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, your station for all things geek.